Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your man, Pastor Daryl Jordan, with none other than Mr. Next Level Living. His name is Jeremy Jermaine Anderson. You're crazy. What's up, my people? Let's get it. <laughs> Let's get it. Come on, do me a favor. You know the routine, baby. Turn the volume all the way up, because it's time to experience greater. Yeah. J.A., what it do, family? Man, feeling good, feeling fresh. How are you? Amazing and getting better. You better be. You better be. Come on, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Everybody got a reason to complain, man. I'm just like, hey, why complain, man? Let's just have the hey, praises always whack. on my lips, man. Hey, look, I tell people, don't be whack. Don't be whack. Yeah, don't be whack complaining. You know what I'm saying? Be grateful. Somebody got it way worse. Way Not worse. Not when there's earthquakes and hurricanes and people stuck under rubble and folks hold houses underwater. Yeah, you better get your mind right. You want to complain. Bro, I was for real. Like, we was out of power three and a half days when Ooh. Hurricane Eric, uh, Irma came through. Oh, yeah. dude, dude, that's the crazy part. How does Atlanta get a doggone hurricane out of Bro. control? But being Bro. without a power ain't nothing like losing your entire house. Right. You feel me? So, right. yeah, man, ain't no reason to complain. Shouts out to everybody who is still dealing with the aftermath of Irma, Jose, Katia, Harvey, all these uh, uh, natural Crazy, disasters, right? man. Hey, the new one, Maria. Maria, yep. Uh, different earthquakes jumping off in Mexico. My brother lives in Mexico, so I'm definitely uh, praying for that entire country, man. And And listen, I just believe, man. I don't want to make this a super religious podcast at all, even Come though we on, are a Christian podcast, of, but the truth, the truth. And, no doubt, the truth anyhow, Jesus is coming again, for real. <laughs> like, oh. it, it, anybody can see that. Like, earth ain't got that long, man. And I just want to make sure that I and my family, we all in the kingdom, man. So that's why we're doing this podcast, bro, to pour into people, let them know that they can that's be it. great. Don't go to heaven on full. Go completely poured out, that's knowing it. that you did everything you were supposed to do here on this earth, man. Speaking of podcasts, let's get it. Let's do it. Let's jump right in, man. Fight or flight, Jeremy. So check Come it out. Uh, there's a blackout now movement going on with the NFL, and people are suggesting that since Colin Kaepernick hasn't gotten a job, that we should black out the NFL until mm -hmm. he gets hired. Meaning, no uh, Sunday, Sunday football, no Sunday night football, no Thursday mm -hmm. night football, uh, anything mm -hmm. that has to do with the NFL, we should not be watching. That's what the boycott is suggesting. And what they're also saying is, instead of the two, three, and sometimes four, five hours that we spend on a Sunday watching football games, what we should do is, is mentor our young men and women of color, our, our brown and black boys, uh, and even even Caucasians for that matter. Just the younger generations coming up, you know, let's, let's have a mentorship program and let's pour into the community so we're not just sitting down not watching football. We're actually doing something productive with that time. Fight or flight, Jeremy. Are you fighting for the blackout now uh, and, and just boycott the NFL movement? Or are you going to flight that thing and say, I'm watching your favorite Atlanta Falcons? <laughs> <laughs> for starters, I was going for the Falcons for show in the Super Bowl, um, but I'm a Cowboys fan, man. Born in Dallas, Texas, I'm definitely rocking with the Cowboys. Um, but no, I am I, I I am in support of those who feel that they should black out the NFL. I love the fact that people are standing for something. Uh, me personally. Me watching it, I don't really feel like, or not watching it, I feel like that's going to make a, you know, that could have an impact. But here's the reality, bro. African-Americans, you know, it ain't a, it's not, I don't see white people boycotting, for one. 
Mm-hmm. And African Americans, I forget the number, but I think they rep- they make up like nineteen percent of the viewership of the NFL. And so, all the people that might be actually participating and not watching, you might make one, two, three percent of a difference. I'm not really sure. I love the notion. I love the idea that they're not just saying we're gonna black out, we're not gonna show up, but they're saying during that time we're gonna pour into communities. But I do that every day, D. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So here locally and across the country. So I'm in support of what they're doing. But me, myself, I'm not saying I'm not going to watch it. I'm definitely trying to watch the Cowboys catch a win. I don't watch that much sports anyway. But if my team playing, I'm not going to be like, yo, I'm not watching that. It's other ways I have an impact in the community. So I'm not fighting it or I'm not fighting it either. I'm putting my fist in the air. Um, and I love what many people across the country are doing. I just feel that there are some additional ways that we can have an impact and fight back. And so that's my stance. All right. So check it out. I am going to fight for the blackout. So no let me let me pull up some stats here. And 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 let me let me let me give you the, I don't know, maybe somebody can call us the bad news first. I switched my cable provider. So now I got direct TV and they threw Sunday ticket in for your boy Ooh. for free. Oh, so you really so, about that life then. So no, nah, I ain't about that life, but when they're giving it to your boy for free, I definitely gonna turn down free 99. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, right. so, so we did that back in April season wasn't started yet. And I couldn't wait. I could do, I promise you. I was like, soon as football season rolls around, your boy is going to be able to kick it on a Sunday, chill with the fam, watch some football and be all right. Then the blackout now movement started. Right. So let me give you some stats, but again, I am fighting for the blackout movement. Here it is, CNN Money. NBC's Sunday Night Football in the first two weeks of the regular season is down 7% in viewership compared to last year. ESPN's Monday Night Football is down 5%, and the averages of Sunday afternoon games on Fox and CBS are down 11% and 19% respectively, according to Nielsen data. So it seems as if that this blackout movement, right, is is... It's being effective. Now, here's the deal. People are saying the first week, oh, well, you had Hurricane Irma. The second week, oh, well, the game just wasn't really competitive. So that's why the viewership is down. But at some point, here's the thing, Jeremy. At some point, people are going to have to acknowledge Kaepernick has had an effect on the league. Period. I agree. Here's why. Because last year when he protested, people said, I'm not going to watch a game if Kaepernick is going to protest. Then you have people this year saying, until Kaepernick is hired, I'm not going to watch a game. So either way, viewership has been down, right, because of Colin Kaepernick. So I salute Colin. We, we did a podcast about him a few weeks back, uh, support what he's you, doing. Let me, let me but, ask you a question real quick. Is the, is the purpose of the blackout to get him a job or to bring awareness to the young black or brown boys that get gunned down, but like, what's the what's the totality? Like in thirty seconds, give me the breakdown of the purpose of the blackout, and then I'm gonna give you my thoughts. I think it's both and. I think it's to bring awareness. I think it's to put the NFL on notice that because we are a particular segment of African Americans, we are a particular segment of viewership. You know, that means you cannot just disregard our feelings towards certain things. Okay, here's the reality. Many of the owners and the NFL as a whole said we have an issue with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee because he is alienating a certain segment of our fans. 
right? Mm -hmm. As the black bodies, and we know, I don't have the specific stats in front of me, but the NFL is largely comprised of black and brown bodies, mainly black bodies. The viewership may be right around 17, 19%, something like that. So my thing is, we too are a specific segment of fans. And because of that, no matter how much, even if we ain't the majority, we are still a segment and they should take our position seriously. Colin Kaepernick was standing for his, um, he was protesting, you know, black and brown bodies being gunned down by police and the police not getting convicted. We're now standing for Kaepernick saying, hey, you stood for us. We're going to stand for you, bro. I get that. So it's not really about him getting a job because whether he gets hired or not, we still going to say, listen, we are going to pour into our community. Yes, you do it every day. And I challenge all of us to be active in doing it every day. But I think it is a cool thing, though, to also put the NFL on notice saying, listen, you're not just going to get over on us. We can I, stand I, together. I hear, I hear that. But here's the thing. These are individual and I feel it. But we have to acknowledge that these are individual companies. So it's not like Roger Goodell can say, OK, Jackson Jaguars or St. Louis Ramp. One of y'all got to hire him. He, he can't do that. But I do think I do think it's a way of us saying, hey, we have. Let me be clear. I'm for it. It's a way of us saying, hey, we got a voice. You know what I'm saying? And hey, this is not right. And hey, a small portion of us are going to boycott you and it's going to expect your bottom line sum. It might not get him hired, but I think there is power in the movement. And I like the fact that it's progression and people are willing to sacrifice and go without. I think it's a, I think it's a beautiful thing. That, like, that's like with Jay-Z. Like, yo, I'm not going to do the Super Bowl. But that's big money he could have made in crazy exposure. But he's like, you know what? No, I'm standing with my people. I'm not going to do the Super Bowl. And so, yeah, I got nothing but respect for it. Nothing but respect for it. But me personally, I don't feel like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not about to watch this or that. I, I'm just, there are other ways to fight. So you got some people that's in the Army, some that's in the Navy, some that's in the Marines, some that's in the Air Force. And, um, and so there are other ways that I fight that. So, yeah, that's, that's my take. But how do you fight? So let's talk about Kaepernick, though. Like, even if it's not about one man, per se, one man decided to take his platform and, and like, use it for good. And here it is. You got him being blackballed now. for no, And it, now don't get it twisted. Kaepernick is not sorry. He ain't no scrub. My man can ball. Right. <laughs> so here it is. You got a good quarterback who was doing a good thing in some eyes and in some eyes he wasn't doing a good thing. And now for that, they're blackballing him. At what point do we stand together and say, you know what? We are a brotherhood. We are a sisterhood. We all we got. You see what I'm saying? No, yeah. No, I mean, and, and, but I, and, I, and, I, and I'm all for that. I'm, I'm all for it. But two things. I love Cat, man. I really wish that he had a better PR person. Yeah, he, we talked about that. Socks, yeah. He wore the socks that call police officers pigs. Like, bro, that's not cool. Watch this. When you, when you do that, you, that's the same spirit where people say all black guys are, 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 are murderers or, or criminals. Just because I'm black and with a, you know, with a beard. Like, you a big black man, Daryl. You a big brown skin, brown brother. You know what I'm saying? With a beard. Like, so, so every chick going to clench her purse? Like, that's not fair. Yeah. When yeah. you wear the socks that say pigs, when you wear a Fidel Castro T-shirt. So if you're going to be out there, I just wish that, that his PR people would be clear with the messaging. Truth be told, he would have probably got hired, bro, by Miami. Miami would have took him, but they got such a high Cuban population. They was just like, you know what, the Fidel Castro joint. And he never came back and was like, hey, I made a bad decision. You'd be surprised how far something like that will go. So I'm all for Kaepernick, but just because... 
like you know, I'm I'm all for it, and I ain't got nothing. I'm just saying I do not feel like yeah, I'm about to blackball. I just don't feel as passionate about that as I do about some other things that I can do. That's all I'm saying. I got you. I mean, and I feel you know a, a multitude of ways about this thing, but for me, just knowing that there are people willing to take a stand for Cap. Bro, and he put millions of dollars. Let me just say that too. No I love that, bro. Cap putting his own money behind how he feeling. He putting his own bread out there to start foundations and organizations to bring to light what's happening. And he willing to sacrifice. He yep. willing to be like, yo, I'll never... You know how major that is? It's easy for LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Paul to stand up at the ESPYs or whatever together because they're at the top of their game, bro. You know what I'm saying? They got millions and millions of dollars. But, but for Cap, you know what I'm saying, to be a good, but he's not like he elite. For him to say, ooh, this is going to be a gamble. This is a risk, but I believe it. And I think that's powerful. And I think that's why a lot of people are getting behind them. I just see the fight so much more wider than that. Because you guys, oh, it's why. That's I mean, not going to watch a game, but then they're not going to mentor people in their local community. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and you take or that they risk. They're still hustling. So they like, right. yo, they smoking blunts. Yeah, bro. Man, I ain't watching that. I ain't fooling with that, bro. You know what I'm saying? But they mm-hmm. ain't doing nothing. They out here, you know what I'm saying, bringing, like, if we going to boycott, don't get me started, D. Let's boycott these record labels that's yeah. putting out this music that's killing our community, that people want to say, well, that's my reality, bro. You putting toxic out here. You know, like when these rappers say, well, I rap about this because that's my life. No, bro, you glorifying that life, bro. Now, if you want some Kendrick Lamar stuff, J. Cole, it might be a little different. But when you're telling folks, Molly... Percocets, Molly Percocets, bro. You're not doing nothing for the community, but then you want to say Black Lives Matter, but your music is degrading and setting back Black lives. So I'm like, let's boycott that because that's yeah. having a way more effect than some owners who own a company that don't hire Kaepernick. Yeah, I think, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I have no disagreements with that at all. I would just add to that that if you want to knock down a tree, you can't hit a tree in a bunch of different places and expect it to fall. You got to be strategic and hit it over and over and over again. And yeah, then that tree falls. But when I, and I feel you there. You got to have a united front, just I a bunch that, of people. You know what I mean? But I think Hitting that one spot. But I think that analogy, that's a good one. But I th- to be fair, I think D, that analogy is better for business, stuff like that. But when it comes to a movement like this, uh, like a civil rights movement, there were there was there were different boycotts from the bus systems. There was there was different things that was taking place. And but so even I with the bus, even with the bus system, though the the Montgomery bus boycott, everybody agreed, and it took some time. It took over a year, if I'm not mistaken. But it wasn't just one thing. But that's what I'm saying. It wasn't but just they, one. But they used that one to like I think be a catalyst to other things. You see what I'm saying? Right. But when you say in order for us to knock on the tree, we got to keep hitting the one area. It sounded like you were saying that we got to, we we only got to do this and we should put all of our focus here. And I just think that there are other ways. I think I think what this does is it brings attention. It might hit their pockets a little bit. Watch this. In the NBA, the NFL is already suffering. That's a oh, whole no doubt. Oh, no so doubt. It's, it's because really of suffering. CTE and a bunch of things. Yeah, Why? no it's, doubt. I wonder, like, is that 5% Sunday and the five, the 7% Monday Night Football? I wonder if it's because people just not interested. I just wonder. I mean, I think we'll sit back at the end of the year, but it was already on a decline. So I think people saying, yo, you know what? I like entertainment. That's big, especially for people of color, bro, because we love to be entertained. We consumers and we not producers. Well, it's too I early think. to tell anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what, in fact, is impacting the, the law 
loss that the NFL is experiencing it's right making, now. And it's making people socially conscious. And that's no what doubt. But, and see, that's, that's, that's the line. thing. That's the thing. Yeah. So maybe it takes a united front on this issue to say, okay, boom, now that we've knocked down this tree, let's go get the other tree down. You know what I mean? That deals with the rap music and the record labels and, and all of that. All right, boom. Now that we got that one down, now let's go target Hennessy and, and <laughs> you know, these people right, who are pushing storm right okay now let's go get check right. cash from places who are in our communities come on charge people. you know what i'm saying Lord, so it's right. in, in the in the water pollution in flint michigan and in other cities that just right. hasn't the mainstream media so I, here's the most beautiful thing about our country d is when when what took place in charlottesville virginia a few weeks ago like bro it wasn't just black people mm-hmm. it was whites hispanic men women gays straight Christians, atheists, it was humans, period, that was like, yo, we stand against this spirit of bigotry and we are pushing the agenda of unity. I felt like that's what's so beautiful. And so you want to know the problem on that, bro? I want to know the problem, though. Yeah, only us. I'm on, but like, it's it's got to be like the U.S. as a whole. But here's my thing, though, right? Mm-hmm. And I know we got to move on to like the, the the meat of the topic today. But I mean, listen, I don't know. This might be it. This might be That's it for sure. Floor. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, it's what deep. It's deep. Like I, I really think that other people won't get behind us and rally around us unless we are willing to show that we can rally around and each you other. Think That's happening now. You don't you think that's happening saying? now? Not on a global scale so something like when when charlottesville happened okay people understood okay this is just flat out wrong right we gotta get behind not supporting racist movements such as what took place in charlottesville right but something like the blackout now movement with the nfl I don't know if I want to get behind that, right? That's the mindset of some people because they're like, I don't know if I can believe in that cause. So that just lets me know there are so many issues plaguing the black community that it would be impossible to galvanize troops to get around every single one of them. Right. I think, but that's where I think that's where people can fit in. I think what people can say, hey, I, I see what's happening in the world. I see the vision. I see the inequality. This is not right. So I got option A, B, C, and D, and they can figure out what works best for them. So for me, it's not. It's not option A, but I can partner with Karen Touch Ministries, your, your nonprofit. I can partner with Mason West. You know what I'm saying? We can do some stuff there. I can have an impact in the educational system. Mm-hmm. I can speak at the local jails. I can be vocal on my personal social media. There are other things that I can do besides saying I'm not going to watch an NFL football game. So, but for, so for some people, that's big for them. And for some people, they're like, yeah, I'm going to watch the game, but I'm going to have an impact in other ways. So here's what I learned from taking uh, Dave Ramsey's financial piece. He says, if you really want to get out of debt, you got to follow a blueprint. Like step one, I believe you got to save $1,000, get you an emergency fund, right? After that, you want to start paying off your bills. Now watch this. How he says you pay off your bills is by taking the smallest debt you owe first and doing what's called a debt snowball. So if you got a little, you know, he calls them a little gnat, a little gnat bill that's $45 that's just sitting out there that you did. All right, pay that off first. And then take that money that you was going to pay on that and put it towards a $100 bill. Then pay off that $100 bill and then put that towards a $1,000 bill. And it'll snowball itself into now you got extra money to pay off all of your debt, right? And, but but what he doesn't recommend is saying, okay, put the minimum payment on the $45 bill, put the minimum payment on the $100 bill, put the minimum payment on... Now, now you're looking up and and 
you are mistaking uh, productivity with motion, right? So apply that to the movement now and saying, okay, let's stick to one area. Let's master that area. And now, boom, now let's move over to this area that needs help. Then the next area and next area and next area. And I think what that does is it will create momentum or snowball, right, for the, for this analogy in that now you have, let's say you got five people blacking out the NFL, but your five can now turn to seven people if, once they see you're serious and you're consistent. Now you moved into the next area with seven people. Okay, boom, seven people turn into 15 people because they saw you were serious there. And from there, I began, it can begin to build. So I'm not saying that the, the, the problem is, and I said it a minute ago, because our issues in our community specifically are so extensive, there are so many areas that need to be addressed and dealt with. And my thing is many hands make light work. So going with your analogy, I'm cool with the Blackout Now movement and I support them. And that's something that I believe that I can do without overextending myself with everything else on my plate. Right. But then I'm saying, OK, cool. Now that we've we've conquered that, I totally agree that we got to do something about this uh, drug and alcohol industry. We got to definitely do something about the record industry. Right. But, in, but, but, you're saying, but me trying to attack Sony so Records every, by myself, I just can't I can't really do that. It's going to take a group. Many hands make light work. So let's master you, one area so we can get to the next area. But you make it seem like it's only one person that wants to fight tobacco or drugs in the like you got a hundred thousand people that could be black and not the NFL. You got 50,000 people that could be wanting to deal with, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the lack of quality education. You can have 40,000 people that you see what I'm saying? Like we, I we, feel you, but what happens if we take those, what happens if we take all those numbers? I'm okay. Cold, but here's the thing. You know what I'm saying? That's wishful thinking. That is not ever going to happen when okay. everybody in America says, you know what? Okay, so no, we're not going to do a program to help the kids in South South Chicago. And I, I need to put on halt your school program. And let's just stop with the My Brother's Keeper initiative. Let's everybody put our focus on not watching football on Sunday. That's not going to happen. And I don't think it should happen. Cause, but just cause because you, it, the just concept it, we have is a micro concept with Dave Ramsey. You're talking about one family, a husband, a wife, and a couple of credit cards. But when you're talking about millions and millions of Americans, we don't even have that one leader. And I don't even think it's even healthy for one leader. If we had a model... We don't, need, we don't need a leader. That's our problem right there. They gave us this whole savior complex and saying, oh, Mal- Malcolm X is gone. Now but Martin see, King is you gone. Now agree. Obama gone. We ain't got nobody. We don't- you got to agree, though. It's almost impossible for everyone to say, okay, we're only doing this one thing. I think it's... No, healthy. I agree with that. I, I okay, definitely agree so with then, that. But, what, well, but what I'm saying is, though, I think what happens is because people are saying, well, because we're not going to all galvanize together and form one one Voltron and come together on this one issue, you do you and I'm going to do me. And then next, next, next thing you know, what happens is we're all spinning our wheels again. I, I yeah, we can I have, we can have, we can have small wins in these. We got black lives matter, right. which is separate from the NFL, right? Of course. hundred percent. Okay. Black lives matter is doing amazing work. Mm-hmm. The boycott with the NFL is doing amazing work. Barack's program, My Brother's Keeper is doing amazing work. You know what I'm saying? you got all these different programs and they're all, all great. I'm not knocking them at all. They're so all I don't, great. But, but I don't, so you're saying, I, I still don't get what you're saying. What I'm saying is, what would it be like? Our boy Mason West, he talks oh, about this all the time. No, no, it ain't, it ain't wishful thinking. What would, hap- what would happen? Jeremy, you have an awesome ministry here in the Atlanta area. 
I have an awesome ministry in the Atlanta area. What would happen if we could join forces? I give you this podcast, for example. This podcast was great when it was just me, Daryl Palmas. I've got evidence giving you, uh, providing proof from the word of God that you can be great. But the podcast also went to a different level once we added you to the mix, right? So all I'm saying is every round can go higher and higher. Now, so while I was doing, while I was doing- Black Lives Matter should- support the just give me a tangible one not the individual no, no, we're talking no, about no, millions no. of people but no the same thing can apply Mac, micro and macro and this uh, scenario that i'm presenting can be the same thing because watch this even though you joined the podcast it didn't take away from my ministry it hasn't taken away from your ministry yet we're still working together so give me an example like so a real so, life what, so what was what was foundations. so what would happen if next level living no, and no, no. caring touch ministries were to team up while still doing our individual thing. Okay, so what were to ha- what would happen if my brother's keeper Barack Obama, all of these nonprofits, all of these, you know, south side of Chicago, people doing schools, people targeting uh, the music industry, people talking, you know, targeting the, uh, um, uh, the economic industry, all of these things are cool. What would happen if we still kept our individual ministries, but all said, while we're doing that, we're also going to support this one movement as well. You but see so, what I'm saying? So you don't think those people... Oh, so you're saying that the, 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 at the top of Black Lives Matter, because they promoted it, they said on their website, yo, we are supporting this. So, okay. so are you so, saying that they should stop their agenda? No, nobody okay, should stop. So, okay, but I think, so look I at think Captain that type Planet. of support is already happening, though. I don't, I don't see it as much. Captain Planet, Earth, Fire, Wind, Water, Heart. You combine all of them suckers, and now Captain Planet come through, right? But you still have those individual people who are doing their thing. So all I'm saying is we can all do our individual ministries. We can all you know, have our individual places where we are striking the tree. But at some point, in order to be effective, we're going to have to send resources down to one. That, that's, that's what I think. I believe that just because we're all tasked to cut down the tree, we should all be able to send, okay, boom, my organization is only 100 people, but guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to send you five people so you can go down to the, to the uh, blackout now. Send you five people so you, that you can go over to my brother's keeper. Send you five to go to Next Level Living, five to go to Caring Touch, whatever. You see what I'm saying? So that we can present a more united front as opposed to, nah, bro, you do you, I'm going to do me, and, and hopefully we get this thing done. And that's what I'm speaking against. We have so many people who are so focused on, now. Nah, let me just do my thing. You do you over there. I support you from afar. Fist up to your brother. I, I, but but we don't really send no, no tangible, tangible support to a much needed area of the vineyard. You see what I'm saying? It's just like the gospel of Jesus Christ. Just to how we need people to, to, to preach and teach the word of God here in North America, we need the same thing over in China. That don't mean we can't still do what we do in North America and send no, some I- folks over to China. I hear you. I just feel like it's already being done. And I feel like these different... But is it being done on a larger scale? Is it, I mean, is so it being effectively like, done? I mean, but how can we really gauge that? You're saying that the top of Black Lives Matter and Black Wall Street and whatever these other organizations are, like, so what they should tell their people, we're supporting the blackout. I mean, I, a lot of that's already been done, but everybody has their own agenda. And they might not even necessarily agree with... The black the, the blackout and, and that's okay. It's like the military, bro. You got the army, they on the ground. You got the navy, they in the water. Then you got the air force, they're in the air. Everybody operating in their own lane. The goal is to protect our sacred, our great country, but everybody is operating in their own 
field. Do we have to come together for specific missions? For sure. But everybody has their own lane. And I just kind of feel like when it comes to not just the black movement, but the movement of equality, period. You've got people that's in North Dakota that's protesting against the pipeline that's going through there. I just feel like everybody should be in their specific lanes and we should support one another. But I, I just see, don't okay, see so you meant a large scale. You everybody should focus on one particular thing. No, nah, it's, it's not just saying just focus on one. It's saying do what you've been called and gifted to do. But that doesn't mean you can't extend a helping hand to this other area. For that so North Dakota, for the, for the North Dakota pipeline, you had people saying, listen, this is what we're doing. But guess what? We are going to go to North Dakota. We're going to sit with these Native Americans. We are going to send them blankets. We're going to give lanterns. We're going to give whatever tangible right. support we can to let them know. Right. No, nothing stopped as far as those personal ministries and agendas. Well, but they if also they're on said, the ground, if they're on the ground for two weeks in North Dakota, they ain't doing nothing else but being there. And I think it's a beautiful thing though. But that, but see, that's all I'm saying. It's a beautiful thing when we can all come together and I don't see the come together happening on a larger scale. And it's partly because number one, most people are too selfish with their ministries by saying, no, nah, I'm just going to do me. And number two, well, you know what? And it kind of ties into number one. Listen, I don't agree with what you're doing, so uh, I can't really support you. When it's a need, it's an actual need that's there. Right. Or maybe they just don't feel it. I'm going to be honest, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching. I don't even watch football like that. But if, if the Cowboys are playing, I'm going to watch the game. And if the Hawks is playing, I'm going to watch the game. And I'm, and I'm down. You know what I'm saying? For our people. And I'm here to fight inequality. But for me personally, I don't feel so convicted. Now, I might not be going to the games and buy merch and all of that, but I'm not going to feel bad if I check the score on ESPN. For me, it doesn't mean for me, there are other ways that I can that I can do it. And mm-hmm. I just I just feel like for us to be like we not unified because everybody not get behind this particular thing. I just don't agree with that. I think that's unfair. And I think that people should have a choice. And if they choose to continue watching it, cool. But those people that sitting back and they doing nothing, then shame on you. You know what I'm saying? Those people that come out only when somebody new gets shot or Sandra Bland happens and they want to post something on IG, but they ain't do nothing to advance the agenda, you know what I'm saying, every day. I find that problematic. But, you know, there are some people that might not feel as compelled. You know what? I used to think that way too, though. But And I had to shift my thinking because even that person who's the Monday morning quarterback and you'll never hear from him again after that, it's almost as if like, oh, so you only care when something happens. You only care when it's the line night. But at the same time, maybe somebody within their sphere of influence, somebody within their circle may say, you know what? Something needs to be done about this. So I'm not, you never I'm know right, how I'm many not people mad at that get person. motivated. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not mad at the person that only posts something when something hits the headline. I ain't tripping on that. You go to my page, you probably see every 30 post. post. You got some people that post every day. Like, I'm not saying that. I just feel like when I look at the unity in our country and I see what, and I see the division and I see how different people are operating in their different fields, mm-hmm. I think it's beautiful. I'm going to be in, I'm going to be in Ohio Next month, speaking for the Barack Obama, my brother's keeper conference program. I'm sure there are some of them are supporting the blackout. But did Barack's people say, hey, hey, everybody, make sure you support. I don't know if they said that or or it could have just been a no brainer that we're going to stand behind it. But I find it beautiful that people are in their individual spheres of influence because it's bigger than the blackout. Like, bro, the blackout ain't the black is not is not going to have the most 
a profound effect. I mean, this it's not finna. It's gonna it's gonna be good. It's good to bring some awareness, but it's not like yo, this is it, and everybody should get behind this. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's going to be the savior to our issues because they might not hire them. It might hit their pockets a little bit, but I find it to be so many more things that I could be doing with my time and energy. And that's just my personal opinion. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So listen, man, you heard Jeremy and I talk about this. What's your opinion on this thing? Mm. Tell me what you're going to do because, you know, Jeremy and I, we both have nonprofits. We have teamed up in certain areas. You know, you're going to see a lot from us and you are seeing a lot from us. But what are we seeing from you? So my question is, what are you willing to do to bring justice, hope, healing to yeah. your community? That's the question. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. Tell us what your plan of action is. And you never know, man. Jeremy and I, we might show up to help you out. You never know. But we need for you to get up, get out, and do something because you are called to something greater. Don't let the days of your life pass by. Come on now. Come (laughs) on, man. Listen, do me a favor. Share this podcast uh, and just let somebody know, man. Whisper in somebody's ear. Let somebody in your household know, in your church, in your community, in your school, wherever you go and and congregate on a daily basis. Let everybody know that they are called to something greater. And if you don't let them know with your words, definitely let them know with your life. I love you with the love of Jesus Christ. Always remember, you can go and be great. Peace. Peace.